You are listening to the For Flourishing Sake podcast by Frederica Roberts. Welcome to episode two of the For Flourishing Sake podcast. I hope you've had a great week full of opportunities for you and your students to explore, to connect and to flourish. Today, I'm going to focus on vulnerability and in keeping with this theme, I'm warning you, this is going to be quite an intimate episode. Sometimes things happen that make us more aware of our vulnerabilities. A few weeks ago, at the start of my holiday, I slipped on some rocks by the sea and broke my forearm. I was immensely lucky that this happened now. I've lost a vast amount of weight since last summer, as the breaks could have been much worse. I'm also very lucky that I broke my arm rather than my back or skull, and that I was fitted with a fully waterproof cast so the break didn't spoil my holiday. I still enjoyed swimming and sightseeing almost unimpeded, and I am immensely grateful for that. But being grateful doesn't render me immune to vulnerability. The first week or so was the hardest. For the first couple of days, particularly before the cast was fitted, I was in intense pain and I needed a lot of help with everything, and I do mean everything, including going to the toilet, as I couldn't manage taking off, putting on underwear, let alone the rest of my clothes. Things got easier every day, but last week I suffered a full-on panic attack as my husband started to leave the house to go to work one morning, and I realised we'd both forgotten about my bra situation. I warned you it was going to get intimate. You see, I couldn't do up my bra at that point. I called him at the top of my voice, but he'd already stepped outside. I ran downstairs and I was about to open the front door when I realised I wasn't wearing anything. And my neighbours really don't need that kind of shock in the morning. In a blind panic, crying, I began banging on the front door, hoping he would see me through the partially opaque glass panel in the door or hear me over the radio in his car. Luckily, he spotted me and he came back in. He had to hold me for a good few minutes as I was shaking and hyperventilating and I couldn't stop crying. With his love and understanding, as he held me without judgement and by exercising self-kindness rather than berating myself for my irrationality, with some calming meditative breathing, I came out of my panic attack pretty quickly and was able to respond more rationally to reality. Because here's the thing, the reality, rationally, on that particular morning was that my youngest daughter was at home, so she could have helped me when she got up. But in my mind, if I couldn't get my husband's attention and help on this occasion, this could happen again after my daughter had gone back to university and I would be stuck braless all day. I catastrophized the situation and got myself in a complete tizzy. I was dealing with a vulnerability I wasn't used to and it completely threw me off kilter. I now have a new cast that has given me more mobility so I can finally fully dress myself. This incident made me think though. It brought to mind the Brene Brown TEDx talk on the power of vulnerability. In it she says, and I quote, that whilst vulnerability is the core of shame and fear and our struggle for worthiness, it is also the birthplace of joy, of creativity, of belonging and of love. I've certainly had to be more creative than usual over the past few weeks and love has played a huge part in getting me through the challenges. But as I just mentioned, fear has played a huge part too, hence the panic attack. Brene talks about how often we numb emotions we don't like, but that we can't selectively numb emotions and she has a point. This ties in with what I touched on in last week's episode. Today, therefore, I want to leave you with this. Reflect on your own vulnerabilities and how leaning into them rather than trying to ignore them might help you experience life to the full. 
I also invite you to spend 20 minutes watching Brene Brown's TEDx talk, even if you've already seen it, to remind yourself of the importance of being kind to yourself, as I have to be after my panic attack. And to others who may be struggling with their own vulnerabilities, which you may not even be aware of, your colleagues and the children you work with bring with them a whole range of emotions and vulnerabilities that they may be struggling with and attempting perhaps to suppress. They may at times behave or react in ways that seem entirely irrational because of this. By showing them that you understand, that you can listen without judgment and that you are vulnerable too, you can help them accept and deal with their full range of emotions so that they can experience life in the best possible way and as a result flourish. I look forward to our next appointment in a week's time. Until then, for flourishing sake, have a great week. Thank you for tuning in to the For Flourishing Sake podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I'd be really grateful if you'd spread the word. If you'd like to get in touch with questions or comments or to contribute to a future episode, please go to forflourishingsake.com where you'll find all my contact details. And there you'll also be able to leave individual comments on specific episodes. I look forward to hearing from you.